0: Welcome to the Liberty Experts Podcast, where all your Liberty questions are answered, discussed, and debated by experts. Now, here are your Liberty experts, Tim Moen and David Birnbaum. Hey Tim, how's it going? Hey David, it's going pretty good. You know, it's uh, moving day here at the Mowen household. Our uh, final, final kid is leaving the nest today, so dad's going to be packing up the u-haul and moving her into her new house where she's going to start a new life so mixed emotions here
1: is is your wife gonna cry as hard for this one as she did for the other ones
0: uh yeah i mean yeah. it's it's been happening for the last month really you know okay. it'll hit her and yeah so it'll be a new chapter for the old moan moan clan
1: yeah i'm currently looking for a new apartment. Uh because this one's a bit more expensive apparently i can get a free month's rent if at the right place so shopping around myself
0: well i mean if you ever in Sherwood Park we have uh, empty bedrooms in our house now and we're looking for a new kid to to replace the old <laughs> one so
1: it's interesting you say that because uh, apparently they're piloting rapid covid testing or something at uh calgary airport so i was thinking i should come to calgary instead of toronto because it- then I don't have to quarantine for two weeks if I'm negative. I only have to quarantine for two days.
0: Yeah, they say that. I, I've know someone that went through that, and they ended up having to quarantine anyway for some reason because it was taking a while for the. I don't know if he got lost okay. in transition. Oh, you know what it was? It was AHS like there's two branches of government involved here and one's like yeah you can go through and the other one's like no you got to quarantine for two weeks and uh so he's like why the hell if i go through this whole thing if i got to quarantine for two weeks the only reason i went to the states on a business trip was because i wouldn't have to quarantine because i was going to get tested right but, uh, okay so anyways. never mind
1: i'll just come back to toronto
0: then oh and david you you, you failed to notice something something's missing you shaved huh? it off. I shaved off the old stash. It was an accident. I was, I was in the shower, David. You know, I shave in the shower blind by feel, kind of. Yeah. And it's just muscle memory. I cut off like a quarter of my stash. I'm like, oh my God. I just, I ran to the mirror and I'm like, oh man, the only way to even that out is to give myself a Hitler stash. And uh, yeah. I didn't think that would be too apropos, okay. even though a lot of people have called me Hitler.
1: Yeah. I, I only know you only had the stash for one set of recordings. So I, oh, I see. It was growing for- in me to yeah. process uh
0: that it was a new new face yeah all was, right well i i'd grown somewhat attached to it you know <laughs> no, i didn't was, get a I chance did. to give my wife a mustache ride or anything you know it's just gone now
1: but um so anyways today we want to
0: talk
1: about um someone asked you essentially how will libertarians take care of the poor the old and the sick is that basically the question you got
0: yeah, I got, had someone reach out to me on Facebook and ask me, and I'm like, I was going to start typing a long-winded answer, but I'm like, you know what, let's just podcast about it. I'll send him the link afterwards, he can, we could can promote the show, and we can spread the message to a few more people.
1: Yeah, and so I think that's a good, uh, a good way to go about it, and I'll start by saying, well, a libertarian government wouldn't right right (laughs) the whole idea is the government's job is not to take care of the sick the old and the poor and if any individual so wants to do that they'll be free to do so and likely have a lot more money with which they are able to do so because the government's not taking it so if you don't like other government programs you the the questioner You'll have so much extra money to take care of the poor and the needy and the sick if that's what you want, because you don't have to pay for all these other government programs that you're being forced to pay for right now. So that's my initial answer. Um, You know, there's a whole question about whose responsibility it is just in general to take care of those people, but it's certainly not the government's.
0: Right. And, and when I hear the question, you have to understand how libertarians hear this question. The way we hear it is, how will we look after the poor and, and feed the homeless um, without robbing and killing people? Smarty pants. How are we going to do that without robbing and killing people? How are we going to look after people? And uh, obviously, that's a ridiculous question. I mean, do you, if, if you have to rob and kill people, uh, to to feed the poor, uh, you're doing it wrong, um, you know. And, and the other thing is, I also hear usually when someone on the left says this is what they're they're telling me everything I need to know about them. You know, the left likes to portray themselves as compassionate, as anti-racist, as all these things. They're the least compassionate, most racist people I can think of. You know, they they they're telling you that. I wouldn't feed the poor unless there was a gun to my head pointed at me, which is a, a terrible way to be, you know, it takes yeah. some personal responsibility for that people. You know, I, I like what Penn Gillette once said um, about it. Well, you know, if, how how are we going to feed the poor? Well, how are you going to feed the poor? What are you going to do about it? Um, because if, you aren't willing to do anything about it. Why do you expect government to do something about it? Why are you outsourcing that responsibility to someone else to begin with? It's, it's not about we, it's about you. What are you going to do about it? And like you said, David, when we have... Um, when we have all this wealth and capital that we've accumulated people get a lot more charitable the you know all sorts of things that the left claims to care about po- poverty housing the environment all those things get dramatically better the wealthier society gets in a libertarian society to be very wealthy. A perfect example is, is a community I, I once lived in, Fort McMurray, the heart of the oil sands, very wealthy community, uh, very wealthy per capita. And it also happened to be the most charitable place per capita in Canada. Uh, the, the people there had lots of excess, excess wealth. And because of that, they, they looked around and they wanted to improve things in their community. They they took personal responsibility for feeding the poor. They built housing for them. They, whether it's Habitat Humanity or a a local project called uh, Wood Buffalo Housing that provided cheap housing for for people that relied on donations uh, or the food bank. I mean, all these things, um, the poor were being looked after directly, not by some far off federal government, far removed in Ottawa, but by actual people doing actual things in the community uh, because they cared about it, about doing those things. And, you know, I, I believe that people would do that. I don't want to see anyone suffer. I know just the fact that that this guy's asking that question, he's worried about how how people are going to get get uh, fed and different things. Well, it, 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 you know, the only reason you're, you're asking the question is because you assume that we need robbing and violence to take care of people well what if we didn't what if we could take care of people without using violence and that's what I told this one um, leftist once who was like he's like Tim I don't understand it you're you're such a compassionate person You, you do so much in the community like surely you understand the value of community and the importance of community like how how do you have community with libertarianism I said well look can i mean the first thing you have to do if you want community is you got to put down the gun i mean a community cannot be centered around guns being pointed at people that that's not compassionate that's not community minded that's not looking after each other that is that is uh deplorable it's deplorable way to organize society and uh you know he kind of had to Think about that and acknowledge that. But you know, there's this idea out there. I don't know if I told you this story, but I was on Parliament Hill last year doing some lobbying for uh, paramedics, and um, it, it was it was about. Um, you know, just making people aware of the opiate crisis. I went there with my own libertarian agenda. I wanted to explain to them how the drug war was making things worse for paramedics. How this narrative of um, we're all super fragile because of our job and and we are, you know, that narrative is making us fragile and causing more mental health problems. Um but I was talking, having a having a very nice conversation with this liberal MP, this lady, and and she was right into what I was saying because I was talking about mental health. I was very passionate about it, and and she was buying, like she was like, oh, she's like, this is amazing. Like, I, I you should be, you should run for office. And like, she, she's like, you'd make a great politician. Like, you're saying such wonderful things, and and I kind of bit my tongue at first, but eventually she kept going on. I'm like, you know, I have to confess to you, I actually do run for office i'm actually the leader of the libertarian party of canada and she went from hugging me and being like super connected with me to like shriveling up and like being mortified like physically mortified yeah by me and she's like well i, I just believe I, we've got so much that we need to share it with people and stuff and i'm like yeah i i agree I think you should share share things with people. I think it's a good thing to do, you know. And, but but that this is the problem that libertarians have, and the and th- it's this narrative that comes out of the left about compassion being associated with robbing and killing. That you know, and, and I re, 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 libertarians firmly reject that idea. You cannot have compassion, you cannot have empathy if you're robbing and killing, and that's what government is doing to feed the poor anyway sorry
1: yeah and so i i'll mostly agree with that i think when you know when you say leftists generally aren't compassionate and uh are racist i i i'd say like the 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 People who are kind of most aggressively on that side, the people who actually right. are pushing that narrative, are. But I wouldn't paint everyone as that. I think they're just kind of uninformed or misinformed.
0: No, and and that's fair, and that's fair, and I, I retract that as leftist in general. I, I I talk about the 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 vocal left or the ideologically possessed left. These people. Uh, marching in the streets i i I don't buy that they are compassionate people i i I think the evidence of that would be them actually doing something for their fellow man rather than demanding that the government use their guns to do stuff for them
1: right and so that's the the thing that i think is most important to to hit on here is that those people and the left-wing ideology Broadly, and so this is true of everyone on the left, whether or not they admit it or not, whether or not they understand it or not, their fundamental view is that people aren't good. And since people aren't good, according to what they consider to be good, we need to force them to be that way. So maybe they think oh I would help people but you know David oh over
0: wait there, a sec no 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 I don't buy that premise if they think that people fundamentally aren't good this is comes back to what I was saying that they are unconsciously telling you everything you need to know about them they're, they're saying they, they can't couldn't imagine giving to the poor uh, themselves without no, being forced the
1: disconnect they think they would but society wouldn't right people they, that's what like oh I know what's good but the average person
0: doesn't right, but the, but, the, but but don't you think it's a form of self delusion like they but because they wouldn't actually they think they would but yeah, they wouldn't yeah. and and that's borne out by the facts i mean conservatives are far more charitable than liberals right i mean that just is a, a right, fact
1: we, so yeah yeah so but what i'm saying is yes like but that's how it starts they think oh well right. i would do it but everyone wouldn't. So we're just going to force everyone to, because it has to get done. But then they need to reflect, OK, do I actually do it? Am I actually putting my money where my mouth is? And it's funny enough, because you know the fact that conservatives are more charitable, I, I believe your claim, I don't know personally uh, firsthand. But it's also because, liber- like, Conservatives aim to make money. They see the value in that. They feel good about earning and creating their own values rather than trying to feel good about themselves by redistributing values that others have created. But what I'll say to the questioner is, you know, what would libertarians do for the poor, the sick, the needy? Well, I can say what I would do. So, what I would do is, I would let there be way more development in Toronto. Right If there's right now, I see right around me, there's about 50 different buildings waiting to go up for years. That would help reduce the price of housing. You could probably have less homeless people if there were thousands and thousands and thousands of more homes. If there wasn't a minimum wage, I could hire a lot more people for a wage that I can afford right now. I'm trying to grow a business. They can have a job, they can learn skills, they can earn money and pay for that cheaper housing because there's thousands and thousands and thousands of more homes. I would want a private hospital that helps develop new technologies that can earn me money eventually. And also because I do care about the community I'm in, I would let there be a free clinic for people who needed it. And I'd hope that people wouldn't abuse that system. And I think people are good. So that wouldn't be abused. So now already just in Toronto, I have a business where I can hire a lot more people. They can live cheaply because there's way more housing. And there's a hospital with free things all because I can earn money the way I want to do it. And I think that's, the, that's what I'm aiming at. That's what I want right. to build because I do see the value of helping those who need it. But I don't think I should force people who disagree with me to do it. And I don't think that I should destroy my own life or limit my own life and my own flourishing to do it. I think they can go hand in hand. I think they should go hand in hand. And only when we remove the gun, am I able to actually do that.
0: Yeah, uh, absolutely. And you know, when you were like, I, I, what came to mind when you were kind of describing the the left uh, mentality here is uh, vampires, right? I mean, they, they they can't see themselves in a mirror, right? They can't reflect, and all they do is suck blood, and and they they are typically kind of narcissists they're totally self-centered it's all about how they feel and all about psych and and that's kind of how i i see these people they're they're deluded I, i don't doubt that they believe that they think they're charitable but is the evidence of them being charitable there? Are they doing the work? Are they putting in the work? If if they are, good for them. And and to those people, I would say, I think those are the reachable people. I would say, look, look at what you're doing. You are actually feeding the poor. You're actually housing people. You're building houses for Habitat, for Humanity. Wouldn't it be great if you had even more resources to do that because people weren't uh, being robbed as much? Uh, Wouldn't it be great if, if we had more free time to do these kinds of things instead of working until June to pay the government? that's when tax freedom day is you you work you know if you were to pay your taxes up front you'd be working till june for the government an indentured servant a slave to the government what if you had all that extra time now to actually build houses help the poor out do charity work uh you know and i think i could get those kind of people you know but it also is like um Whenever someone says healthcare is a right, what I picture is them putting a gun to my head as a healthcare worker and saying, I must provide you with healthcare whenever I want my healthcare. You're the healthcare worker, you have to provide it. Um, And and I I just, I, I think that's ridiculous. I give healthcare, I don't take it away from people, right? So the question is, how do we get, how do how do I, am I able to give more healthcare to people? And the answer is stop taxing me, stop putting me in a box, stop regulating the crap out of me. Cause I can think of a thousand different ways that I want to provide healthcare to people, but I am currently prohibited by government because we need government to look after healthcare because that's the underlying assumption. And it's robbing people of healthcare. It's so, so that the, the People that are crying for more healthcare and crying for the more food for the the poor and everything else—they're actually making, the, creating a scarcity of healthcare and they're increasing poverty levels through their their proposals.
1: I so I really like the idea of the like not having a reflection and being a vampire because the way many of these people feel good about themselves is by. Pre- By claiming they care about people, not by doing anything about it, but by stating that fact, and so three different stories come to mind to kind of really that really hit this home for me. One is you said like that liberal MP kind of shrunk away from you, and yes, we shared. Yeah, (laughs) but um,
0: it was like I busted out some holy water or something.
1: For me, there's a lot of my friends who, as soon as I say like I don't agree with their method of theft and reappropriation or appropriation or whatever, they now deem me as a bad person. Like I still have the same values as them with respect to, yeah, I do think we should take care of these people. I know I'm well off and I want to be able to do that. I think it's important personally, but just because I don't want to force people to do it, I'm a bad person, right? And that's happened across the board and it's taken hours of conversation sometimes for people to think, Maybe I still am a good person. Um, Two, with some of these same people, they don't care that I actually put some of my money where my mouth is, that I actually Mm -hmm. do more than them about the things they claim to care about because I don't support the government action around it. And so while they don't do anything, and I do, because they claim that the government should do it, they're more virtuous than I am in their eyes which is just so bogus. And I think that really captures the essence of it. And the other thing, which goes to your last point, I had, a I met someone, I was at like a, a free market versus socialism debate in Austin, Texas. And I met some 18 or 19 year old, like really gung ho guy who was talking about how much effort him and like a bunch of other students are are initiating to like lobby with the government to accomplish a certain goal they want and i'm just thinking imagine if all of that manpower wasn't spent one just talking to people who wielded a gun and just and then you also have to factor in how much counter battle there is so you're spending Mm -hmm. just endless man hours and manpower lobbying the person with the control whereas that would be so much better suited. What is the thing you want to accomplish? Go and do it. Go and do it with you and your entire coalition of students who are advocating this and spending hours and months and years lobbying. Go and build the thing. Go and do the thing. It would be a lot more efficient, a lot more effective, and a lot more moral.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a great point. I mean, the the amount of... um amount of time and effort spent on political action and i mean i can't really throw stones here because i spend a lot of time but you know i'm i'm not actually uh, deluded enough to think i can get the government to change anything i'm just trying to to preach preach a, a gospel that i believe in so that we don't uh, try to minimize the harm here um But, yeah, I mean, the the amount of time and effort that that gets wasted on political action, the amount of money that goes to lobbying and stuff that could be going to other things, and it's all because of this idea that we need to do something, and that is – confused with the government uh (laughs) someone other than me needs to do something right and we need to work really hard to get someone other than me to do something about this problem no just go out and do something be part of the solution uh to this um you know and, and i was i was just thinking as you were talking about how your friends kind of um push you away or, or just kind of dismiss you as you're you're not compassionate. To me, that's not really them reflecting on you or or making a judgment on you so much as it is on themselves. It's like you're holding up a mirror to them and they don't want to look at that mirror. They're doing everything they can. They're breaking that mirror. They're pushing it away. They don't want to see the hideous figure, the, the, the monster that's in that mirror um, because uh, they don't like. So I, I look at that as kind of a protective mechanism. And I think those people... Are probably, you know, if I'm triaging on the battlefield of of which hearts and minds I can win, those people I'm tagging as black and that they, they may have a pulse, but the amount of time I spend trying to revive them, I could be saving 10 other people who are receptive over here to my treatment, right? Um, so that's kind of how I look at it.
1: Yeah, me too. Because, like, within 30 minutes of talking to someone or less, I can see if they're at all, oh, like, I'd not thought of it this way. I'm open to it. You can tell very quickly if someone just hadn't thought of it. And that's what happened to me, right? Like, literally, though, I I think I've shared this before, but literally, I was talking to someone about seatbelts and he was like, I said, "Well, seatbelts save lives, so it makes sense that the government should mandate them." And he just said, "So you think the government should like pull out a gun and force and, and threaten someone's life to to protect their life?" And I just went, "Oh yeah, that doesn't make sense. Let me think yeah. about that a bit
0: more." <laughs> right, right. And
1: that's all it took because yeah. that's really what happens. It's I'm threatened with a fine, and if I don't pay the fine, jail time. Right. If I don't do what they want, and so if you actually have that clarity, it's okay. What quote values am i trying to pursue by threatening people's livelihood and lives right right um and and i think many people are like within 10 minutes that at least seeps in right they might not be like oh whoa like i was but you can tell when someone's just like they they have too much riding on their lies that they do not want to hear that
0: yeah, that's right, and and I mean, okay. So, Liberty Expert Nation, this podcast started with the question that someone reached out to me asked and asked in earnest. How would we? How would we do this? How would you answer this question? So, my advice to this young man who's being asked this question uh, is is to point out the gun in the room. Like David said, w- would you be willing to use force against me? Would you put, put Personally point a gun at me and take my money and redistribute it. And do you think that's that's that stealing is really the best way to solve poverty? Now, if people uh and then you you assess your audience, okay? Is we're doing triage here because we can't waste our time on those um on, on the unsalvageable. And so we're looking for signs of intellectual curiosity. And if they come back at you with fake news or you're a fascist or You lack compassion. You 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 have no empathy. You don't care about the poor. That is a sign that you are dealing with someone that is unsalvageable. Um, You know, move on from there. If if they are coming back with some earnest questions and trying to understand your position a bit more, uh, then. Continue on with it, but do not waste time with people that uh, aren't intellectually curious, that show no signs of wanting to be in a conversation with you uh, because you are are just going to be banging your head against the wall and wasting time when you could be Uh, You know, there's plenty of people out there that are genuinely curious about our position. So, um, you know, to summarize, I I think what we would say, David, is that you don't undercut all the things that have solved poverty. Poverty, you know, what what, the thing that what doesn't need to be explained is poverty. Poverty is the default state of humans. That's what we were born into. Um, what needs to be explained is wealth. What are the things that create wealth? And markets create wealth. Property rights create wealth. Uh, not initiating violence. That's that's the environment that leads to wealth. So the more of that we have, uh, the more wealth we have. The more we undercut that, the more we create homelessness, poverty, um, all, the, all the problems that we're, we're talking about. So don't uh, shoot the person that brought you to the dance.
1: Yeah. So I think that's a really good point. And I would say in summary that I think it's also important for many of these people that like in I'm happy to indicate what I would do, right? Like what I personally would do and to to try and help this situation if I had the means and even just generally now. But it's important to say it's not just that the government shouldn't do it, but like I would do it. Wouldn't you want these things as well? Um, And then help them understand the disconnect between the two, which is the gun. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, Tim.
0: Yeah. And guys, if you have any more questions like that, that you'd like to answer in kind of long form podcasts, please become a supporting listener over at the dot And, um, you know, you can reach out to us directly. You can have conversations with us. We do live streams every month and you can actually be a, a panelists on that live stream and talk to us directly and argue with us if you want or ask us questions and uh, we're we're happy to have your support so thank you to all our supporters and people that share this and, and watch this we really appreciate it.